Welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's episode is about heartbreak. I want to give you three ways to move forward through heartbreak. Um, It happens to all of us. It's a very painful experience physically and emotionally. It can be mentally draining. um, And it's just really important to know where to put your head, your heart, and your physical body after having your heart broken. So before I dive into this episode, I want to remind you to please head over to iTunes, leave a rating and review on the What I Love About Men podcast, and I'd be happy to throw you guys the texting do's and don'ts freebie that I've created. So like I said, all you have to do is head over to iTunes, leave a rating and review, and then screenshot it, send it over me and be like, Steph, give me the texting do's and don'ts, please. And I'll send it right over. That's how that works. All right, guys. So today's episode about heartbreak, um, I recorded, I recorded I posted yesterday on IG about this topic and I'm trying to get into this new thing where I keep the same topic for a week and I do, um, I post on different platforms about that topic. So this, the podcast is obviously a long form of what I started talking about on IG, which is, which is the topic of heartbreak and how you can cure yourself or keep focused on the right path by paying attention to three things. So these three things I mentioned where your emotional state, your mental state, and your physical state, right? So if you can improve your emotional state after heartbreak, after being broken up with, or, af- or after being the dumpy, because let's be honest, that can also um, be very difficult to do, you know, and painful. I've had relationships that I ended, but I, I also was in a lot of pain and had to go through a grieving process of losing that person or separating from that person. And, um, <clears throat> and it's very hard to do. So let's talk about number one, emotional state. How can you improve your emotional state after experiencing heartbreak? What I believe is great to do is to look at what you've gained in that relationship. Because so often we, we look at our losses, right? Especially after something like this that happens, we'll go right ahead into the mindset of, I lost everything. I have no one. I'm no longer loved. Um, I lost a friend. I lost a companion. I I lost a sexual partner. And we focus on all of that, right? Everything we've lost, everything that's not there anymore. But we don't pay attention. We also think, oh, it was a waste, right? I just wasted a year of my life, three years of my life, 10 years of my life. And that could be, you know, having the feeling you wasted 10 years of your life, holy shit, like that that can put a damper on your life, on who you are. You know, if you dwell on that and you, if that's truly what you believe about that relationship, that you just lost years of your life with it versus improving your emotional state, which is focusing on what you gained, focusing on the lessons learned 
And look, I get that there's a grieving process and it's healthy to have a grieving process where you, you sort of dwell and you analyze on, on the bullshit and how you're feeling really crappy in the moment. That's okay. You know, give it, you know, a few days, a week, depending on how long the relationship was. Um, but then you need to be firm with yourself and you need to say, all right, I'm done grieving. You know, I'm done, I'm done with the self pity. I'm done um, dwelling on the bullshit or the sadness and the frustration of this relationship or the anger, and I'm going to push forward into, into and move forward with my life. So this emotional state change is going from that grieving to reminding yourself what you're in control over. And that sense of control comes with the thoughts of, all right, let's think about what I got from this experience what can I do forward with everything I've learned from this experience, from this person? You know, what did she teach me? What did she teach me about what I enjoy in a partnership? What did she teach me that I want to stay more away from or maybe be on the lookout for in my next relationship? Regardless of whether it's shitty or not, it taught you something. That relationship taught you something. Every experience teaches us something. And I'm regard like, I don't know what you guys believe, but my belief is that people are sent into our life for for a reason and we were supposed to learn from them at that moment at that stage of our life they were put there to teach us something and I forget who told me this it might have been my mom but um she read somewhere in some spiritual book that when you get to heaven um or the afterlife wherever you go you meet the people that were assholes to you like all the bullies in high school and you know your ex who was a narcissist and drove you insane and treated you terribly and um and all these people are just there and they they look at you and they say hey you know I'm really sorry I had to play that character on earth you know as far as our relationship goes but you needed that like and here's you know and I hope you understand why and it's kind of like they're you know they're showing you that I wasn't meant to be a dick, but on earth, like you needed me at that moment to make you stronger. And that's why I had to be a dick. I had no choice. Like I was put on earth to be, to do that for you at that moment. And, you know, like I'm sure most people don't believe that this actually happens, but I like, I have comfort believing these types of things. And I really, you know, I truly, my gut believes that because I was in a narcissistic relationship that was treated me terribly, like emotionally was so distant and was so avoidant. And it was very, um, it was very hurtful. It was painful, but it made me the strongest person I've ever been. Like I wouldn't have moved to California if not for that person. And what I'm doing in my life now, like, you know, I wouldn't have started this business if I didn't move to California. So it's just like, it's kind of crazy how, you know, shitty people are placed in our lives, but we, they impact us so much that we have to be so strong to get away from them or to learn from them. And it's like, I really do. I really do believe that people are put here, you know, the shitty people are put here to, to be shit so that we can learn from them and be stronger from them. Anyway, uh, went off on a tangent. Sorry. Going back to your emotional strength or improving yourself emotionally, focusing on these gains, focusing on what, what you got from it, what you received and everything you have, you know, so if you need to put a reminder on your phone, if you have to write a message to yourself that you see every day, um, I have a whiteboard. I often put notes on there that I want to stick in my head for the next, you know, so many days or weeks. I have my yearly goals on there. So it's just like 
in different places on your mirror, like put things to remind you of what you need to be focusing on because the brain is so tricky in the sense that we get caught up in these habits. And when there's something emotional that impacts us on such a deep level, it's very hard to just push aside or to flip, think positive, right? Because it's, it's deep. It it hurts. It's very, it impacts us on a very not, not surface level. Like it's in there. So in order to undo that and to flip the script and to feel something different, you have to remind yourself over and over and over again, you know, this is how I want to train my brain moving forward. This is what I want to think about moving forward. This is what I choose to move forward. I'm in control of what I get to think about now. And it's just putting those thoughts in your head. You know, I'm going to focus on everything I have versus everything I lost or everything I learned versus everything that was taken from me. And it's really this change of thought, this switch of thought that that allows you to be in an emotionally much more healthy place after a breakup because you get what you focus on, right? So if you're going through a breakup and all you're thinking about is all the the good times and then crying about missing this person because you'll never have good times again, then you're going to be depressed for quite a while versus you understand, all right, there were some good times. I acknowledge that. Um, You know, it's sad that it can't move forward or regardless of the situation, maybe you're glad it couldn't move forward, but it still hurts. It's just putting your mind on what you want to be thinking about moving forward is pretty much what it is. Is this thought healthy? If not, what can I think about instead? How can I remind myself to be in this thought process for the next, you know, so many months in order to create a new habit or to get my head out of this rut? So that's emotional. Then we have mental. When I think mental improvement after a breakup, I personally think of focusing forward in terms of what, um, what can I get excited about for my future? So, you know, when you go through a breakup, it's very, you feel stuck in it, you feel frustrated, you feel sad, and, you know, changing your emotional state and getting yourself to focus on the right things is is great. And it's, you know, the mental part of it, I think, is more more so like, okay, well, what are my goals now? Like, how can I how can I create a plan of action to stick to? So this is more, you know, headed towards a path of action. How can you, how can you take what you learned and give yourself mental clarity around what you now want? So it's saying, all right, the situation happened to me. This is how I feel. You know, I want to feel better. I want to focus on what I can control. Now, what is it that I can control and where am I going to focus on? Where am I going to focus my mindset on now? And you know, that could be your health. That could be your job. That can be friendships. I was talking to a guy yesterday and he said that he got into this relationship where he realized he lost all of his friends because of this woman. And he was, he was just spending so much time with her and now she's breaking up with him. And he's like, I don't want to lose her. I'm freaking out. Like when she broke up with me a few months ago, like I couldn't sleep. I had anxiety and this and that. And I said, well, you know, you know why that happened? It's because you allowed her to take over every part of your life where she was the main focus over every part of your life. And you no longer had your own life. Her, she was your life. So of course, when you lose her, you're going to feel totally out of whack and balance because you essentially lost your life and your own identity, which was all wrapped up in another person besides you. 
So the important thing, especially after breakups, is to remind yourself, all right, like, let's go back to me. I'm going to bring things back to me and make sure that I can, um, that I can get back in control, get back control over the different parts of my life that, that, um, that can make, that I can make myself feel good about. You know, your health, let's set a new health goal, your business, set a new business goal, social goals, set a new social goal, family goal. What can you do to be closer with your family? Like there's so many other things that you can, that you can, um, achieve and push towards in order to not get wrapped up in, you know, the, the sadness of your identity that was left behind with this woman who just left you or you just left. So it's really just aiming on, all right, well, what's my, what's now my focus? You know, this was a relation, this relationship was my focus for so long. What now? And that's writing out, mapping out different parts of your life that you want to work on. Okay. Then, okay. So to recap, the emotional part is focusing, acknowledging what you learned from the relationship. Okay, this will help your emotional state. Looking back on everything you have and everything you learned. The mental part is what can you look forward to for your future? This will give you mental clarity after the breakup in terms of, all right, what now? Let's organize my life now. What can I look forward to? What are the next steps in each of these areas of my life? Now, the physical part. Because there's physical pain that happens with heartbreak, guys, right? Like, I know when I was heartbroken, I was like sick for a week, physically ill. And, um, you know, I have, I have people close to me who have recently gone through the same experience where they're like, I feel sick. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's, that's normal. Um, so when it comes to physical state change and improving that after um, heartbreak, you can look at what newness you can add to your life to replace the time spent with your ex. Because I always tell I always tell my clients this. It's not about when you want when you want change, when you want to see change in your life, it's about taking or when you want to get rid of bad habits, it's about taking those bad habits and replacing them with good ones. So in this case, it's taking the time you spent in your relationship and putting new hobbies or new friendships, new relationships in place of where that time was spent so that you're not like most people will just jump to being alone when they're like, you know, every Friday night I would go out with her and now I'm alone. So they stay home. And it's like, that can be depressing. Like, let's try to focus on staying active in keeping you, keeping you active and engaged in your life. And sorry, there's a, dumpster I'm trying to run away from, (laughs) garbage truck. Um, But it's taking the action steps, right? And it's understanding, all right, I need to put in place new habits and new routines now that I'm missing, you know, this, now that something that was taking an everyday part of my life is no longer there, what am I going to put in place instead? So that I'm not just sitting here dwelling on her when you have the time. Does that make sense? Because right now, maybe you were texting her every day and now you have no one to text. You weren't even talking to anyone else. So it's like, oh shit, I have all this time. And you're spending that time thinking of her because that time was devoted to her, you know, not too long ago. So 
that can bring on depression, that can bring on dwelling on the relationship, right? Or sadness. So instead of letting your mind go there, start filling up your calendar with physical activities, you know, go to, go to an event, you know, go to, go to a coffee shop, go to, go meet up with a friend, go call a friend, call your mom, call your sister, call your cousin, like whatever, whatever you can do to, to when you're feeling like you're dwelling and you have nothing to do, or you're trying to fill some space, go read a book, you know, find that list of goals that you said you want to focus more on. What's the next step there? What's the next step? You know, like I said, with your health, with your business, with your, with your social life, go do that. Really try to fill up your calendar. Um, cause if you can fill, fill up that time in those spaces and have direction and actions to take, then it's much easier than you just getting in your head and replaying the story over and over of you getting broken up with. Right. Cause that too, guys, like when you, I always say the brain doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. So when you keep thinking about the story of your breakup and you keep telling the story of your breakup to other people, you're actually reliving it. Your brain thinks it's happening over and over and over. So it's going to keep triggering the same, you know, brain chemicals and an emotional state of, you know, of sadness and depression because you're being broken up with as many times as you think about it and as many times as you tell, talk about it. So, that's why people who dwell get stuck in this place and they're like, I don't know why I'm still, <clears throat> you know, I'm still hung up about it. And it's like, cause that's all you fucking think about. And that's all you talk about. Of course, you're going to still be hung up about it. Like you're not allowing yourself to move forward. You're not allowing your brain to put different pieces of your life into place to, to move forward or, or you know, move past it. So of course it's still going to feel sucky. It's still, you're still going to be trapped in those emotions. Um, and this is what I do often. Like I'll have guys come on the phone with me and, um, more so, I mean, yeah, like the first call when I get on the, when I get on the call with guys and we talk about, especially when you talk about breakups, um, if that's his initial challenge is a breakup, I'll say, okay, well, what do you, what do you want now based on this relationship that just ended? What do you want? What do you want now? And he'll just go right back into the story of the breakup and, be like, well, I don't want to be sad. And I like, you know, she hurt me so much and this and that and this and that. I'm like, okay, but what if like, how would you move forward in your life? Like, what do you want? What do you want to happen for your, for your relationships? And, um, and it's just like such a mix, such a mixed emotional place. Like if, if I'm talking to a guy too, like over and over, like say we have a few phone calls and he's still talking about his breakup I'll say like after the third time, I'll be like, all right, like you need to stop talking about it. Like I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and listen to you dwell because it's literally doing nothing for you. And if you're not taking steps to move past this, then your brain can't move past it. So don't be shocked why you feel like shit three months later, if all you're doing is talking about this and thinking about it. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard guys. It's not an easy thing to just like, okay, baby, baby, boo. Well, that was really, (laughs) really mumbled. Bibbidi bobbidi boo, and then all of a sudden the thought is gone, right? It's gonna keep it's gonna keep haunting you. It's gonna keep coming back. But you have to remind yourself, like I said, have those notes on your wall, have whatever it takes to remind yourself, I'm in control of my thoughts. I'm in control of my thoughts. I control what I do on a daily basis. I'm in control of what I think about on a daily basis. But you gotta know what you wanna think about. You have to know what you wanna do. 
And this is what I help guys with. I help them create a plan of action in terms of, okay, well, how do you want to move forward? And what are the strategies? And from these strategies, what action steps come out of this that you can do on a daily basis that I can hold you accountable to so you don't fall into the trap of being where you were this whole time. So you actually move forward in life. So many of us don't move forward because we're just like, we're caught up in the same thought process, right? Like I always say this, 90% of our thoughts are subconscious, um, and reoccurring, 90% of our subconscious thoughts are reoccurring every single day. So it's like, that's why our lives stay the same until you have something that challenges you and more clarity in terms of what you want and a challenge on how to get it and the exact steps to get there. Then it's like, all right, it makes it a lot easier. It makes it manageable. It breaks it up into tiny, you know, baby steps that you feel like you can actually accomplish. So... That's, that's the whole, that's what it takes. Like this whole message is pretty much you have to get from this place of heartbreak, of pain and sorrow to getting back on track with your life. And the steps are to acknowledge it, right? You want to acknowledge the pain. It's healthy to, to cry it out. It's healthy to be angry. That's okay. That's normal. But let's not stay there. You know, let's move forward. Next step is understanding, right, where do I want to put my mind now? Where do I want my focus now? And then physical state is, okay, what am I actually going to do differently? What am I going to do with the time that was spent with her? What can I replace that time with her with? What am I going to do now? What can I distract myself with? It's really like healthy distractions help a lot too, you know, whether that's meeting new people, trying a new hobby, um, just doing something completely different is always a nice, a nice healthy shock to your system in order to heal from, from a heartbreak. All right, guys. And I think I'm going to stop it there. Just remember, like I said, remember after heartbreak, you have three things to focus on improving or shifting or flipping. <laughs> so I like the word flipping. Um, your emotional state your mental state, and your physical state. If you can flip those three, then you can get your mind back on track and get your body back on track, okay? And get your heart in a place of understanding versus hate or anger. Because really when you're hating or when you're angry or judgmental, um, it hurts no one but you. So that's really that's really an important one is go from that place of, hurt and anger and hate to understanding, compassion, acceptance. That in itself will, will help heal you. So that's it guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and got value from it. Um, if you guys ever have any recommendations as far as what you want me to talk about, just head over to info at sgdatingcoach.com and leave me a recommendation. I'd love to help you guys out. You know, I'm doing this show for you to give you what a female perspective on what would help you best in your relationship with yourself and with women. So please like, let me know how it can help you best. And I will do my best to do that. (laughs) Okay. All right, guys, stay healthy. I'm feeling under the weather. So I'm like, shit. Um, just drink, take your vitamins, drink a lot of water, eat a lot of fruits and veggies. (laughs) Don't let this sickness catch up with you. I feel like everyone I know is sick right now. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world, and I'll talk to you soon.